sorry for me. Perhaps because I really like I'm very close to finishing my degree and everything. So, um, but then I got my results and I did a lot better. I didn't I didn't just pass. I did even better than that. So I was pretty um blown away and I just immediately was just like thank you God like <laughs> I just wanted to pass but you know did even better than that so I was really yeah. happy um and yeah I just can finally you know see the end of my degree which I've been studying since 2016 yeah. so it's been a very long time so yeah I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are you yep. <laughs> studying part time no, so my degree's just changed over, so I'm doing full time, but instead of doing four units, 12 weeks, it's two units, six weeks. So it's, it, that, and this was the first term that I'd done it like that, um, intensive, and it's a lot more content, and I actually have to attend uni, um, so it takes kind of like a day out of work and everything, but um, yeah, no, it, I did, it suits me so much better. Because um, I kind of start to lose my motivation throughout like the six, seven week yeah. period. And you know, you still got like five weeks after that. Yeah. Whereas this way, it was just kind of like bang it all out. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I got a week break and then back into it for another six weeks. <laughs> so yeah, right. and hopefully finish my degree this year. That's awesome. That was good. It's good that they can give you the choice. Well, they've changed all the degrees over to um, six weeks now. Yeah, so mine was like one of the last degrees to get changed into it. What are you studying? Sport and exercise science. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good to praise God for all those things, eh? Yeah. Yeah. If I was just to see the end of it. Thanks. <laughs> so long. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Surely God's doing something. We're learning something. God's saying something. You had a good time with Jesus. Pray for someone. Uh, well, <laughs> it's interesting is that you're going to do James because I was just reading James this morning, which is my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that testing your faith produces patience. Mm. Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Um, that's what Debbie and I have been working on the last well, probably a couple of weeks but yeah just trials they're horrible to go through <laughs> like you know just like seriously God I'm sick of trials but it, it says here knowing that testing of your faith produces patience and a patient have its perfect work you may be complete lacking nothing Stuff. I think God is so ironic sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's words true every day. <laughs> Just when we see through the lens of our circumstance, right? Then we're like, oh, it's for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's always for you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm learning stuff, but I don't know if I can articulate it. What well, I'm actually learning, you know, like every week seems to be something new. Yeah. My understanding is deepening. So what's changing in your life because of it? Um, That's probably the question. 
Mayan rituals, I think. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of seeing, not seeing myself, but seeing aspects of myself that, well, it feels like God's showing me mm. stuff that I'm able, I'm able to look at. You know, just certain things about my per, my person, my personality, whatever. Well, it is. It is like it's like you know, because you know when you when you're a baby, the baby grows to a toddler really quickly. Like there's a huge oh. change, you know, it's ex exponential growth. Yes. And you can see that. Whereas when you're between the you know, age of say sixty and seventy, you know, like you don't see much change. Yeah. Your hair gets a bit grey or whatever, but yeah, but when you and that's what it's like watching you. I am yeah. sixty. <laughs> but you're a baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're, it's, yeah, you're a baby it's in Christ weird. and you're learning and, and you can see that growth is exponential. Yeah, yeah wow. It's exciting. Oh, thank you. Gosh. Yeah, it's amazing what other people can see, isn't it? We don't see ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Luke. It's good. Anyone else? Anyone else have a good, like, their own worship time or. What happened there? <laughs> what happened in the worship time? Yeah. But what did God say? What did he do? What, why were you there? What's God doing? I have worship time most of the day, actually. I'm worshiping. Oh. I had a worship time before I come out. Yeah. Oh. Learning new songs, yeah. Oh, lovely. Enjoying it. I usually worship in my car. <laughs> on the way to work. And <laughs> Same. I felt really plugged in since the worship on Sunday because it was, it was really powerful worship. Yeah. I don't know whether that's such a thing, but you know, um, there can be powerful worship. It was like a being plugged in yeah. and then on a, a light for a couple of days, mm -hmm. but not on an ego sense, more of a spirit sense. The worship's been great. Yeah. yeah. Was it last Tuesday that was the worship night? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Oh, that was good to have Ben back as well. Mm. Yeah. Wish we could have that like every night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to do another one soon. Are we? I think sort of every month. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be so good. Cool. Yeah. And I had some awesome worship times. Even today I was, <clears throat> I had, was at a job and I was, I was in this house and no one was home and I just have one of my headphones in and I was listening to this message from a uh, uh, pastor on the Gold Coast and he was talking about how he, how he's been praying to, like his whole life, he's a surfer and he wants to, he has this burning in his heart to tell surfers, like specifically pro surfers about Jesus. And he gets this call from this guy, he's like, oh, this one, professional surfer wherever he he would really benefit from going to church like when's the next church service over this was during covid he was talking about and he's like hey don't don't wait till the next church service just give him my number tell him to call me whenever and anyways he's telling this long story and he gets to meet this guy and he's talking about committing suicide and everything and then he gets saved and he gets totally rocked and 
and I'm just sitting there in this house, just like I'm by myself. I go into the bathroom and just start crying. <laughs> I'm sorry, God. Like I was just repenting. Like Lord, what am I doing? You know, like I I leave people alone. You know, when I have the opportunity not to. And a bunch of times I got, I found myself this week just in the car, especially going, coming home from dropping off Lexi from daycare. It's a half hour drive. I'm just speaking in tongues the whole way. Just got my like acoustic music on and just like, oh man, it's just the best communication with God. and, And I had two stories I wanted to share too. I prayed for this lady this last week. She had just uh, severe back pain. She was in a car accident uh, for four weeks. She was dealing with this. And I prayed for her, and she texted me the next day, the next morning, said, completely healed, totally completely healed, woke mm-hmm. up, which is amazing. Uh, I was at the uh, Ballina Fair there, and... Um, just sitting on the couches, I was actually preparing a, a message there for the Sunday or whatever, and uh, seeing this lady walk by, and I, and I, I, she went to the store, and I waited for her and her friend to come out and asked if I could pray for her, and she's like, no, 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 get away from me, and just stop walking, like, oh, like, awesome, like, and I, I, <laughs> I started walking away, and I just started praying for them <coughs> out loud, like, right while they were there, and I just kept walking, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, wow. like, I love it. like and, you know, and I've got that in, in uh, what's it Luke Luke 10 it talks about like if if people accept you they accept God and if they reject you they're actually rejecting God they're rejecting Jesus they're not it's nothing personal yeah. and I'm like but I hear that verse when when I was writing this down and I, I heard that verse in my heart I'm like even that verse makes me sad like I don't want them to reject me. I don't want them to reject God. Like, I want them even more, you know? Mm. Even more when that happens, so. And yeah, I feel like I've had that, this burning in my heart for a long time now. Like, just continue. And even today, I just went into Big W for a little bit. And it just uh, comes to my mind. I'm like, okay, there's going to be, like, someone someone to pray for in there. And and then just, it's like, as I could... Just a whisper, like, just keep your head down, love, just do what you're doing, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. you know it's there, and and then I, like, on purpose, I'm like, no, shut up, voice, <laughs> I'm looking now, actively, I'm looking, but I've never seen, I've never seen anyone, or felt anything, or whatever, or never, and I, it just never happened, so, but my motive and my heart change in a moment, I'm like, stop listening to that lie, to put your head down, and just, if you hear that voice, like don't harden your heart and just, just go go into it, you know. So I thought that was really cool. Cause I usually am. I'm usually always just looking for looking for someone, and I want to get more into the the gifts and stuff. I want to give people words. I want to prophesy over people. I want to like physical obvious pain is easy for me, anyways. I can go into someone like, oh, what happened to your leg? What happened to your arm? Whatever. Anyway, you got a word of knowledge about someone, like that really. Then it's faith. Yeah, that really tr- you know, like, yeah, a broken arm doesn't take faith for me. <laughs> Not anymore, anyways. You know, it's I I know it, 
God says to do it, so I'm going to be blessed if I do it, and they're going to be blessed. Anyways, I, I bring this up all the time. I share testimonies and what God's doing because I don't want to even do this day, this night, if we don't have change in our life. If we don't grow in the things of God, this is completely pointless, and we should just go home and forget about what we're doing. Because we have to change. Like, Jesus doesn't pull you out of your seat and force you to do anything. He's gracious and gentle. But to live the kingdom life demands change in our life. Like, you'll learn all this stuff, and if we don't do it, then after a while we get condemned because the word's true, but not in my life. I don't see this happening. God doesn't do that to me. I don't hear God that way. How come I can't do that? You're just inward, all about me, why isn't it happening, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what James talks all about, so let's get in that. <laughs> well, um, Judy, um, you know, Judy did the, the yeah. pumps. Her son died this week. Mm. I just want to put it out there just people want me to pray for her or something yeah. or, or you know who, who's this sorry? Judy you know Little Judy Judy yeah with the grey hair mm. she comes here sometimes yeah, yeah. Alrighty, well, who wants to, does someone want to, I guess we'll start in James 1.1. 1, 1. I think what we're going to do, I'd like to just, uh, just kind of read through it, and if, if anyone, if the Holy Spirit just uh, kind of points anything out to you, just just start talking, interrupt, and, and we'll go from there. Um, I just want to look at, like, real, like, key points obviously and study this book figure it out you know like everything there's so much to learn in this book and I think this is also an, another reason why like we talked about this ages ago about when when we talk about multiplying ourselves we want to this is a good like um, oh, how do I say a good way of preparing for a message or a Bible study or something Get yourself to, to know it, and then we can all do it ourselves, right? Has everyone got a Bible? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll start reading in the NLT. Um, okay, there's one. This letter is from James, a slave of God. And of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am writing to the twelve tribes, the Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete 
needing nothing. Just want to stop there for a bit. This is the first was okay. So who's 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 writing this book? James. James. And who's he writing to? The twelve tribes of Israel. Yeah. So twelve tribes, the Jewish believers. So they're Jews. That's who he's writing to specifically. It works for us too in this time and everything, but this letter specifically was written for them at the time. And this is James, Jesus' brother, is it? Is this this James? I think so. Yeah. Do we know? Yeah, I think it, I think it was. Yeah, yeah I, I assume so. Um, all right. Verse 5. If, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is, an un, is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such a person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Okay, I just got to stop there. Isn't that like, this is a verse that God's been talking about for a long time now. If, you, if we don't make a decision, if we don't come to an, an exact resolution on a decision that we're believing God or, or anything, anything in our life, if, if we just hum and haw about whatever, and it says you're like, like a wave in the sea, like it's never, ever totally calm. You know, it's just slightly going or it's really big or in the middle somewhere. And don't expect to receive anything from God. Like, this is got to be one of the key reasons why you don't get what you, what you pray for. Because you don't make a decision. We don't, like, this is it. This is it, God. I'm believing for this. Regardless of what happens, regardless of what other people say or the outcome in this moment or in this specific time frame, like, we do that as Christians. We're like, oh, if, if I put a time frame on it, then I can believe or whatever. <laughs> and then it doesn't come. You're like, oh, man. I guess I wasn't believing. I guess God doesn't want it to. I guess whatever. Instead of just believing <laughs> till forever, you know? Faith is not a hit, miss, win, or lose, you know? It's not a... Faith is getting stronger. Like I believe God, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm getting closer and spending more intimate time, getting to know Him more. But like, it's not a smooth mm-hmm. ride. Like, 
one day. Always, it's always up. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's always fine, but it's like fresh. Are you are you talking about circumstances or are you talking about you feeling God's presence and you know that God's with you or what? No, circumstances. I know God's with us, you know, but it's like sometimes, well, just say for example, you know, a family member might have a crisis, yeah, you know, and it just comes out of the blue, and you know, it's like wow, you know, smack, wow, weird. You know, or or whatever, you know, like a, a, dra- a dramatic event. There seems to be more drama. So so what happens in your faith then, or what? Oh, you have to get deeper to God, like, you know. But and, don't you find that you come out stronger in the end? Even uh, though it might feel, like, yeah. really crap to begin with. You're like, oh. Like, but it's, it's almost like, know. I don't know, but I feel the same way. Like, you know, like, I've been... Christian for a long time mm. and I don't know why I would expect it to be any different like you know what I mean I like, thought it would be yeah. I thought it would be like easier I thought I had much more wisdom and I'd had it all together and Cause it, it does say it does together. say in the Bible it's not going to be easy in fact it's mm. probably harder mm. living a Christian life than it is not because if you're living the world's way then Satan's not going to be bothered interested in you if you're doing something if you're going and that way but it's like going upstream it's harder to go upstream, but it's what you it's what you set your mind on, really. Like, totally. it's not necessarily that it's a faith thing, but it's more what you set your mind on. If you if you're looking at the circumstance, then you are gonna fall. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, my my favorite verse is if you keep your mind stayed on God, He'll keep you in perfect peace. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple, but it's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. And Basically, if your mind's not on God, you're not going to have peace, regardless of what your circumstance is. Um, and whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. If you have your eyes fixed on God, then you will have his peace. Like, I've gone through so much stuff. And I know if ever I'm feeling fearful or whatever, then my mind is on my problem. My mind is on... And and it is harder when it is someone you love or whatever that's is happening to them and you can't control the situation. But if you keep your mind focused on God, you will have peace through those trials. Like you will feel a pe- there will be a peace. There'll be like it's difficult to explain, but it's it's a real peace no matter what the circumstance is. And I think it's taking your mind off of God that gets you feeling like that. Yeah, I don't know if like, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's more so the actual, like, I think it's the expectation that you wouldn't go through circumstances. Mm. You know, I think it's like... Well, what, what yeah. do you mean? Well, the, the whole thing <laughs> yeah, is what Satan wants you to get your mind off of God, and so... But they, but you but that's, yeah, but God, I, mine doesn't well. go off God, it's just like, uh, like, it actually makes me closer to God, because I cry, cry out to God, you know? Mm. But it's like another one, like another. <laughs> like, you know. Well, that's that's like what what I preach on Sunday. Like, Christianity is not about me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's not about getting a perfect circumstantial yeah. life with your ducks all in a row. Like, God did not promise that. He promised the opposite. Mm. He promised persecution yeah, if you want to live a, a yeah. godly life. Mm. And like, that's come from like this <laughs> weird teaching in the church over the years that it's like you come to Jesus and everything will be good 
It's like, no, it's not true. Like, you'll be good eternally. Mm. You will live forever, mm. and God will be with you. But he's not taking the, he's not taking the fire away, you know? Mm. Yeah. And the boys in the, in the fire, you know? God didn't take the fire away mm. because yeah, the fire had no power. That's right. You know? He just let the fire burn. It's like, circumstance means nothing. God's here. Like, but it's it's funny that you mentioned about like the ups and the downs, and you know you're like after like you know you think you're getting so close, and then something might happen. And like I'm I'm still very, very early in my relationship with God. I stayed for a very <coughs> long time, and I've only just started to rebuild that relationship again with God. And because that was something that I used to struggle with as well, is something like you know slammed into me, and I was just like, oh, like my faith just like decreased dramatically because I was like why would you let this happen but it's only been in like the last couple of months that like I had a I had a situation happen and I was just like you know what like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it to you I don't care anymore because like it's just life it happens stuff happens all the time and I felt as soon as I did that I was just like wow i I don't need to worry about it because I know that I've just given all that stress and it's like having that, that peace throughout that situation. Like, and so now even like, I take it on as a challenge. Like, and I, I don't know if that's the competitiveness in me because I love challenges, but like if I get hit with one, I'm like, all right, well, you know, like what do I need to do? Like how, how can I get through this in order for me to get stronger with you? Because I know that whatever he gives me it's going to make me ultimately stronger and closer to him so it's I think you know just switching up that mindset of like oh woe is me why is this happening to me like you know oh this is so crap it's like okay I know deep down I'm strong enough and I'm just going to give it to you and I'm going to let you deal with it I'm just going to keep keep doing my day to day and it's I tell you what it's it's done so well (laughs) it's so much more peaceful because, like, I wake up and I'm just like, all right, you know, whatever happens today is in your hands. And it's, it's so peaceful. <laughs> That's a, a, you basically quoted the verse 3 that we just read. Just in your own words, but... Yes. For you know that when your faith is tested, so it's testing your faith, okay, your endurance has a chance to grow. Doesn't mean it will, but it has a chance. So let it grow. <laughs> For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect, complete, lacking nothing. So you, all you have to, in that, you can see the choice in there. You got to let it grow. The endurance. So you have to endure through the thing that you're going through, not being, not grumbling and complaining and and seeing the worst and looking at the water and falling in instead of looking at Jesus. You know. Um, what I find is I don't know I can't tell like you know when we talked about um, people can see each other differently like you can see things in me that I probably can't see so it's like I can't I don't know what needs to be chiseled in me I don't know you know like God's chiseling God will do it personally with you that's what I'm just about to say so we're, you know, but we're sort of being chiseled away at. It could be anything. It could be anything, couldn't it? But That's usually it is the people around you that see the changes in you before you even start to see changes in yourself. 
doesn't matter if it's good or bad, it's like usually just the people that are around you all the time. Yeah. They notice little things because they're around you constantly. Whereas for you, I guess, like you don't think about things that you're, you're doing day to day. So it, you might not know that there's anything that's changed, but the people around you, they notice things. Yeah, no, I know that, but what I'm saying is we, we as a, like, I think it was one point in my life where I just went, we don't know what we, what we look like to mm. others. And we don't know, like, if, I'm, if I've given my life to God, mm. then it's up to him to, 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 to make, me more, make me more like him. So yeah. I'm relating it to what's being said in that if something, you know, if something keeps coming up, then, then it's something... For me, I, I personally need to look at or something yeah. within myself. It's actually. So if I'm reacting to something, I'm, uh, you know, going, why isn't this about? Well, it's actually not about me. You know? Yeah, you said there it's up to God to make you who you are. Mm. It's actually up to you. Mm. God's done. He, Jesus said, it's finished. Everything that you need, we read that plenty of times, God has given us everything that we need to live a life godly. He's given it all, and he tells us we must renew our mind mm. because we've been brainwashed by the world to tell us how to live, how to think, how to act, how to live, or whatever. And God's there with you. And if you, know his, if you get his word in you and believe it, you'll start acting it out, mm. and that will renew your mind and, and re... You know, mu- muscle memory? When you work out <laughs> yeah. for a long time, then you're... Muscles have a mind. And then when you stop, it just goes away. But then when you start up again, they remember. And it gets faster. It's easier to, to do what you used to do. And it's the same thing. Like your mind and your body and your soul and everything has been trained for your whole life before Jesus. Mm-hmm. Knew how to live that life well. Totally selfish and whatever I wanted and just came naturally. And then all of a sudden, you're, that nature is cut away. And you got a new nature, but your mind still needs to be renewed because it's still full of junk. Right. So God will be there. But we have to do what Peter did. We have to look at Jesus in the midst of those circumstances. Not look at the circumstance. You know what I mean? In the middle of circumstance. It's like, I, I know you're new to Christianity, but you don't need to know much more. You just need to walk it out. That's all. Yeah. I think that's a difficult part as well as like people coming into Christianity is they think that there's all these rules, there's all these things, there's all these expectations. There's not. Like Christianity, it's so simple, but I think the it's just gone so downhill throughout the, the years and, you know, media has warped its perception and so much stuff has happened but like at the end of the day all you have to do is love like it doesn't it doesn't sound like a lot <laughs> you know it's it's there's no there's not all these rules anymore like <laughs> it's it's not that hard anymore mm. like it's it's you just have to use love and love unconditionally mm. and you won't know what that love is unless you know the Bible definition of love is. 
That's right. Or else he'd be doing the world, the Hollywood love mm-hmm. stuff, the which, is, is love. which is evil. Yeah. <laughs> which Old is total opposite. Love. Like yeah. Said yeah. You can't fall in that love. That's not love. Yeah. That's the world. I'm surprised about myself to be able to be so when I was a baby Christian I did that mm. all the time but now I feel like I'm not like that anymore I'm back doing the same thing but with mm. and guess what there's no condemnation for you mm. so you can just let that slide away and move on <laughs> <laughs> right, Meg, you're just a full-on lover of Jesus and here and growing and learning and mm. let that negative stuff fall off because that's actually not you. No. That isn't you. No. For whatever season or time or experience that was, like that's gone. Mm. All it takes is to mm-hmm. just continue. Let it endure. Mm. Yes. And it'll be perfect, lacking nothing. The only way Satan can get at you is in your mind. Mm. Shirley, do you remember Shirley Stewart? She used to say, just flick him off your shoulder. Just flick him off. You know? That sounds like something she would say. Just flick him off. Or Michelle Riccadello says, talk to the hand, I'm too busy praising the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's another good one. I was thinking the other day, have have any of you guys seen that? It's a... uh, Disney movie. It's called Luca. No? Oh, it's a newer one. It's a funny one. It's these two kids are like, it's cartoon. They're like uh, sea monsters. But when they go out of the water, they turn into humans. And anyways, the one kid uh, is really shy and doesn't want to do anything extravagant or whatever. And the other one is just like out there. And and he, they want to make this Vespa and, and, and run it down the hill and, and and make a ramp and go into the ocean and, and have fun. And the one kid's like, no way, I'm not doing that. That's crazy, that's crazy. And he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> what did he call it? He's like, oh, and no, I'm blanking. What is it called? Uh, oh, yeah, he said, oh, I got one of those. You got a Bruno. He's like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, I got a Bruno. When, when, when you hear that word, you're scared, right? You're scared. You don't want to do this. It's just Bruno in your head. You, you just got to say, shut up, Bruno. Like, shut up, Bruno. <laughs> well, Disney's great. That's yeah. so cute. <laughs> and no, they're, they're Italian, so they say, silencio, Bruno. Uh, silencio, Bruno. <laughs> and then, so the kid is saying that loud enough, so he's like, do you hear him anymore? No, I only hear me screaming, jump on. Ah! And then they go. That's what you could say. Silencio, silencio. devil. <laughs> you know? Silencio, devil. <laughs> silencio, devil. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that thing to shut up. Just like that voice that I was saying. And just, it's just subtle, right? Just, yeah, I know everyone's got fear, you know, when they're doing evangelism. Just, just don't look around and then you can't see anybody, you know? It's like, ah, shut up. All right. We move on. Verse 9. Um. 
verse 9. Believers who are poor have nothing to, oh, have something to boast about. For God has honored them. And those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower droops and falls. And its beauty fades away in the same way. The rich will fade away with all their achievements. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Of that verse 17, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from God our Father. So all things that are good and perfect are gifts from God. So everything is good. Isn't that crazy? Like, what is, what is an evil thing? Nothing is really evil in itself. It's only how you use it, right? Can I read um, the verse 12 in the Passion Translation? Do it. Yeah. Um, if your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life promised to every lover of God. That is good. Hmm. Where was that? 16. So don't be misled, dear brothers and sisters. Whatever's good and perfect. No, no. Did I read that already? You read 17. Yeah. Uh, 19, I think. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God, the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. Okay. Get rid of all the evil stuff in our lives. Humbly accept the word God planted in your hearts. So we have to have the word. <laughs> Always the word. It's like you could preach on just read your Bible and that, that would be enough. Then you'd get it all. God plants that in your heart like a seed. You know, like when you tell someone about Jesus. When you tell someone anything about 
your Christian walk. That's a seed in someone being planted. And it has the power to save your soul. It talks in two places in the Bible, saving your soul. Like this is not talking about, like when you get saved, your spirit is new. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. It can renew, save your, your mind. Like it can be totally renewed. Your will and how you feel. You know, like where are those Christians? Come on. Where it doesn't matter what you feel, it doesn't, like, if it's good, it's great. If it's negative, we can just turn around and thank God, you know? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Yeah, you can flick it. Flick that devil off, you know? Has anyone ever thought of that? So this has the power to save your soul. If you're struggling with your mind or thoughts or emotions or feelings or whatever... It's the word that God's planning in your soul, in your heart. Mm. And if you don't have that word, then you have no chance whatsoever. No chance whatsoever. And you have to also be active in getting rid of the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accepting everything that God gives you. Like you have to be active. You know, you're doing something wrong. You're thinking something contrary to the word of God or whatever it is. Like make a choice. Okay, I'm not thinking that way anymore. Regardless if you do it anymore or not, when it comes up again, I'm not doing that anymore. Thank you, God, that I'm whatever, and then you continue to speak the word. Mm, so it's all about choosing the way God thinks of things, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's in everything. It's it's everything we do, you know? and like we make up, as you said, like you know we have years and years of training in a certain way and we accept that as normal and okay and then we're confronted with the word of God and bit by bit God works on you and goes, okay, now it's the time to deal with this part. Now it's the time to deal with this part. Now it's the time to deal with this part, you know. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't do it all at, once. all at once. Yeah, like it's not like... I mean, we get saved and we get redeemed and we're righteous we're made holy and pure because of Jesus but it's an outworking gradually of things that change mm-hmm. attitudes and conduct and thought patterns and mm. but we have to do it not yeah, anybody yeah. else and especially if you've done it such a long time yeah you know it takes a long time sometimes it takes a long time to, to reverse that process you know? it does yeah. but it's with the Holy Spirit Mm. I don't think we do it all by ourselves. No, no, no. Gosh, no. Oh my no. God. Well, it's only the Holy Spirit that Tell me when the prompts Holy you shows and you. tells you. you know. <laughs> like, I, I still have oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my driving's terrible. What are you confused? What are you confused? But I, think, I, I thought that's what I meant, but like the Holy Spirit or God points that to us, but then we have to do But then you said we have to do it ourselves. Mm. Well, we choose, we choose, because, like, God shows us something that's not yeah. right, yeah. you know. And you but we have, have to choose choice. to obey him or continue in that path. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, okay, so look, for me, it's, it's an easy one, because my driving, I break the speed limit. Yeah, we covered that last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and it's consistent, you know. 
and and it's like sometimes yeah, I, I don't even think about it you yeah. know but now it's getting to the point where every time I hop in a car I'm being prompted have you got cruise yeah <laughs> I do. and I put it on yeah 112 kilometers an hour. That's two hours. <laughs> yeah, those, those two kilometers make a huge difference. Control, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so, and like, you know, but, and there's other things, obviously there's other things in my life, other areas in my life, but that's the one that I only want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you get in the car now, did you say? You get prompted. I get all the time. I hop in the car and I get... The Holy Spirit saying, you know, this is the speed limit. Like, stay and stick to the speed limit. You know, and I'm rebellious. Yeah, you got a choice, right? I got a choice, you know. And I'm fighting that. I fight it. Because my own self goes, Mm. but I know that if I go a little bit faster, I'll get there quicker. Mm. And I have to get there quicker because I have so much to do. My life is so important. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know? Stupid. So stupid. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and yes, I've proved that I've driven under the speed limit and I've got there quicker than what I would have done normally. And I've done it God's way and I've had plenty of time to do everything I need to do in the day. Mm. Yet still, I, I do it my way. Mm. You know? well done. So does he. <laughs> so does he. So does he. And you drove to the speed limit, did everything right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I might have sped a little bit, not very much, not a lot. But God can do anything. It's like, how did that happen? I just walked out. The meeting had started and I thought it was only just. Wow. You should read the next verse, verse 22. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. <laughs> when you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and you forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. This is like the perfect example. I think like when we <laughs> first started, you mentioned like when you used to read the Bible, you had like all these questions figured out. If you just kept reading, yeah, it would answer them. Yeah, serious. <laughs> I did that all the time. I like stop here. Like, oh, what does that mean, Lord? Oh, and I ask other people, and I do look at it, Google it, and what's that? And it's in the next verse or in the next <laughs> two verse. You know, like just keep reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there, Don't now now listen. we've heard it and explained it and told our thoughts and <clears throat> what we did, and now we have the answer, and now we've got to choose to do it, yep. you know? Or else, you know, that'll be ringing in your head. Okay, I'm just fooling myself. Okay, I, I, I just kept reading that. Otherwise, you're only fooling <laughs> yourself. <laughs> okay, God. It's All good. Right. Like, this is that seed going in, you know? Yeah. And it has a chance to grow or not. It's very good. It's good news. It's good news on purpose. I feel like good news sometimes. 
What's that? It doesn't always feel like good news. Why not? (laughs) What feels like bad news? You having to do something? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Then it just reveals we're lazy and we're all about us. Totally. It feels like exercise to me. I'm like, oh, when I'm doing exercise, like, oh. <laughs> Time to go. Well, man, some people don't exercise and they waste away. You know, the little you do, whatever it is, like, it can prolong your life. Some people exercise too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's all choice. Yeah, where are we at? We got a couple more verses, right? 26. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you're fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Can I, I've got a, a question there. Yeah. Okay. Read the next verse. <laughs> 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 um, you know, it says, pure religion... In yeah. the sight of God means caring for orphan, orphans and widows in their distress. Yeah. And I, I've often thought, like, how do I encounter orphans and widows? Like, I don't know any widows. Yeah, but it's not mean, meaning specifically widows and orphans, is it? Well, that's what it says. That's an... Like, that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, less fortunate, yes, mm-hmm. means, going through difficulties in their life. But it says orphans, so that's yeah. people who don't have yeah. fathers or yeah, parents. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know anybody who doesn't have any parents. <laughs> could, it mean, <laughs> right. could it mean though people that don't don't know God because God is your father? God, you know, it, do you take the Bible? Every sentence of the Bible, literally. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. You can take that literally for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, but I'll, also, it's not limited to. It's not limited to that. No. Yeah. So orphan is someone who, who's been abandoned. Mm. Right. They have parents somewhere. Mm. But they've been abandoned. How many people, have, in have this been, building on a Sunday, are living abandoned? Yeah. Mm. On the street. Yeah. Living abandoned. You know. Yeah. It's basically everybody. Yeah. And then as a widow, as someone who's lost their husband. Lost their partner. Yeah. Plenty of women. It's all about really what John said on Sunday is mm. about putting action into mm. acting out, not just Yeah, caring. Yeah. Well it says yeah, caring for yeah. yeah. you know, acting yeah. on I just that. I wanna do that, you know, I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> You just, practically, you know, like, because uh, I get so carried away with my own work, yeah, you know, and I just think I obviously must be missing opportunities. Yeah. I feel like I, I remember a time when, when me and Steph were first trying to have babies, and we had some miscarriages, and it was the worst thing in our life, you know, just it was horrible, worst time of my life ever. And in that time, I felt like the way that I seen people. I was like, you could be going through the worst day of your life and no one would know it, yeah. right? If you have that heart towards anybody all yeah. the time, mm. you speak to them so- more softly, more mm. not wanting to offend or hurt them or whatever, but still wanting to tell them the truth, you know? Like it changes when you're 
when you're how you see changes, you know? Mm. And that's that's where I always feel when I read or hear stuff like that. It's like mm. how do I talk to someone? Talk to them as if it's their worst day in mm. their life. Mm. Right? What would you do? And you know the good news, the message of Jesus. This is good news. Mm. What's good news to someone who's blind in Christianity? You don't have to be. Mm. What's good news to someone who's alone? You don't have to be. Mm. You know? Like, there's good news mm. for every circumstance. Then you can show them Christ instead of just say, hey, come to church on Sunday. Mm. Yeah. Or say this prayer. Mm. No. If they don't have any money, give them some money. Mm. You know? Practical... Love. Give me some money if you want. <laughs> yeah. Do you need some money? No. <laughs> I love giving money. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> really Daughters do don't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I was a millionaire so I could give it away. Yeah. I was thinking of a song today, you know that song, If I Had a Million Dollars? You know, if I had a million dollars. No, you don't know? Oh, okay. Anyways, never mind then. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> They're singing the song, but if they had a million dollars, they would do all this cool stuff. And, and then at the end it says, if I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. And now, I, I was thinking about that now. Like, if you had a million dollars, you wouldn't be rich. You'd be an average person. Like, yeah. everyone's got a million dollars in debt, you know? Yeah. You know, if you had a million dollars, you could you couldn't even buy a house. You could just buy a house. You'd be lucky to buy a house. You know, yeah. you need a hundred million dollars, then you'd be rich. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. to um, just address that last bit: refusing to let the world corrupt you. Yeah, that's the best and one. Refus- and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Oh wow, that's so hard, isn't it? Because I don't even watch movies or anything. I felt sorry for myself, so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch that stupid show. <laughs> and I was halfway through it, and I thought, why am I watching it for? Yeah. It's just so mm. awful. Yeah. It was just a stupid show. What was it? It was a prank one. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones I But sometimes it's just about shutting down, isn't it? Like, just reviewing, or, you know. Mm. Just but it's what comes in, like... Very clever. Um, yeah. They're very clever in, in making things funny. Things that aren't mm. God's way, yeah. but mm. they make it funny. Yeah. And then when they make it funny, um, you start to accept it. Mm. And it's wrong, you know, but it's very subtle of the, of the filmmakers and directors and people like that. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to be in God's word and mm. to have that form of your mind yeah. you know so because it's so easy to get that in and then your heart hardens then towards God if you've got more of that thing going in then you harden more but yeah they're very subtle mm-hmm. and and you think oh this won't affect me yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it does. It but, does. It, but it does affect. Yeah. It does affect It you. takes the place. I know, I know. I, <laughs> years ago when Molly was um, that night, I used to watch Grease all the time yeah. when it first came yeah, out. I loved it. Me and my friend yeah. would go out. And then we'd come, we'd, we'd go, I bought my house with originally. And we'd watch Grease, you know, all the time. Loved it. Loved all the music, all this sort of stuff. And, um, and I had the CD of it. And I said, Molly was about nine. I said, oh, let's go sit down and watch Grease. You know, put it on, and I started watching. I went, "Oh, we can't watch this!" Yeah. You know, it had yeah. it had all this really bad bullying. It had smoking at school. It had teenage pregnancy. It had, yeah, it had sex. It was, yeah. I switched it off. I had to yeah. find something else. But like, you just don't. But you don't realise, eh? Yeah. But it's oh my gosh, all this yeah. stuff on here. I can't let my nine-year-old yeah. daughter watch this. Yeah, because it's so. It, it's, but I never even yeah. thought of that when I was watching it back then, mm. 50 odd times, like a lot of times, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing with yeah. is that, like, she's lovely and pure, and then when she becomes uh, yeah. non pure, yeah, she becomes yeah. a bad She's girl. more favourite, for, yeah. you know, it's favourite. Yeah. That's yeah. a big message. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, I grew up, we would have been probably the same growing up. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, oh, I'd love to have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the hair, yeah. And the I didn't even think about that. Actually. Yeah. I just, just realised that's right. Sandy. She was so pure. I've never even seen her. She was pure. Really she was pure. Really <laughs> she but look, but, but, but what about Danny? I was angry. Danny went. <laughs> Danny went corrupted. He was corrupted. And went pure. He became. <laughs> so he he then yeah. wanted to be like Sandy, but, but only to get her though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. To get her. Yeah. Yeah. But, but okay, let's reel it in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really digressing. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that movie is very significant for our society. Mm. The way women are, yeah. you know, we, we've got to be more raunchy, more this, that, to get the man. And, mm. you know. Wow. It's, yeah, it's so, it's so, just really need to keep your mind on, yeah. on him. Have you ever seen Paul Washer? Um, mm. The Creature. shocking news message. Mm. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's really shocking. <laughs> it's really good. Changed my life, and it really convicted me. And one of the things he said, because you nearly said it, was he said, um, and you go. He's talking about the movies, and you go and you laugh at things that God would never laugh at. Mm. And I oh thought, yeah. Mm. Oh, it was a very, very black and white thing, yeah, but it sure. was so imperative, like for my growth mm. as a Christian, mm. it changed my life actually. That was quite a few years ago. It was quite a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So your mind is your mind is actually um, so important mm. in, in your walk with the Lord, like um, because, like John was saying, spirit is completely redeemed, completely whole, completely sinless, mm. completely everything. And God relates to us in the spirit. Mm. That's how he relates to us. And so yeah. that's how come if we've done something wrong or bad, you know, sin or whatever, we can still come boldly to the throne because he sees us in the spirit. He sees Jesus. So we're perfect. We're, we are brand new. We're everything, you know. But then we look at ourselves in the mirror and think, well, I'm not, but my spirit is. Yeah. And then you've got your... <laughs> your soul, you know, and which is your mind, and then you've got your body, 
And so your body will follow what your mind does. So if your mind is on the world's way, and world, then your body will follow that. Yeah. It's like a, a majority, spirit, soul, and body. If you've got the three, the mind is in the middle. Mm. Spirit's already redeemed like it's ever going to be. But the other two aren't. And so, like you said about renewing your mind with the word of God, then that follows the spirit. And so then you've got that majority, and then the body will follow. Mm. So you can live in divine health. You can live in divine health if your mind lines up with your spirit. And the only way it does that is through God's word and getting that in. Mm. It's, uh, I, it's like it's the, the caboose, you know, the, the, this is just the follower. The body just follows. Mm. It's just the follower mm. of your mind. Mm. So if your mind is corrupt, your body's going to be corrupt. You know, they say a lot of disease is, is through stress. It's through mm. what's going in your mind and then it goes physically. If your mind is focused on God and all of things that, you know, his word, then your body just follows suit. Mm -hmm. You can't help but. It's majority now. Yeah, yeah it's just, just re refusing to let the world corrupt you. Mm. That's that. Mm. When you're walking in God's ways, in the spirit, then you're not walking the way of the world. There's a, somewhere in here, in James, talks about, might be chapter two. Let's go there. Anyways, it, it talks about the, the world and the, the corruption in the world and how, how like that, that way of living is sensual and demonic it's like the way of the world is the way of the devil so it's not just uh whatever or here or there i'm not sure exactly where it is but it's in here we'll, we'll, we'll get to it if not today we'll get to it next time but uh yeah that <clears throat> that not letting the world corrupt you like it's again it's a choice in that you hear that like don't let it happen the, it will just happen if you let it, you know? You will be corrupted by the world if you don't choose not to be. It's just default. That's the way it is. You can't sit in, in the middle of a battle and not do anything. The enemy will overtake you, you know? It's like that's a, it's a, a big thing Christians forget. And, and me and Steph have been talking about a lot lately. Like, we feel like right now for... It's been for a long time. Everything's been really, really good in our life. Really awesome. And me and Steph were talking like, we, we really have to remember that we're in a war. Like, mm -hmm. like we're in a battle. The devil is still there and still wanting the worst for us. And, and we can't like settle or put our armor down or stop digging into the word and wanting, wanting more of God. You know, like, I don't know about for you guys, but for me, when when it's trouble times or bad things happen or whatever, I dig into my word way more. And I'm crying out to God in the nighttime and whatever, every time, because that's my default now. But when it's good times, then I just, oh, I forget, you know? Mm -hmm. Everything's good already, mm -hmm. you know? And we can't be like that, or else the enemy will mm -hmm. swoop in and do this little thing, and then 
Can I? I'll share something. This is and this is just something I've observed over my. And I don't know maybe it's just my walk, but whenever I early in my walk, when I start to press into God and get get really I like just really want to go for God, then I had lots of tribulation, yeah. lots of trials, lots of things happening, and and that wore me down to the point and I just started to cruise again. And then I started to have a cruisy, you know, and I thought, this it's much easier to have a cruisier life than it is to have a dedicated Christian life. Of course. And that's been my experience. <laughs> like I, you know, I'm ne- now, like, just since July 12th last year, I know exactly what happened, a specific day, I know exactly what. <laughs> and I am pushing so close into God. I'm pushing and pushing and pushing yeah. so much more and I am experiencing so much more drama and troubles and yeah. but it's awesome because I made that decision to not give up. Mm. You know, and that's overriding everything, you know, what what doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens. Mm. You know, I could die. I don't care. Yeah. You know, because I could see what God is doing and and what is happening, what how He's changing me, and like for real. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And, but it's like I've gone through waves of you know. I want God. I want God. But then things have happened. I've gone. It's too hard. Too hard. God. It's much easier just to give up and just just a cruise because God still blesses me God still blessed me you know and life's been awesome you know but I just know that <laughs> you've, you've got to go for God 100% you know you just have to there's no <laughs> there's no point in doing it any, any other way yeah. yeah I feel like too when like it doesn't matter where you are if like if Christianity is a mountain and Jesus is the top is the end in world Jesus and everything. Like, it doesn't matter how high you are up that mountain. You always have to want more keep, keep going, and keep, keep going. going. Yeah. You always have to want more or else you can just fall. You have to check your equipment. If you're yeah, you got to check your equipment. You, gotta, you, yeah. you can't just be, this is good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good Christian now. I got, like, God's really blessing my life, really. I can give to people. I'm... Like I have a platform, you know, I people listen, people are following, I'm just suddenly people, yeah, it's awesome. This is good. Thank you, Lord. Let's stop here. Let's stop here. And God's like, no, oh, then then they take it away and give it to someone who wants to fo- actually follow him instead of when, stopping. That's when people do yeah. into the wrong things and stuff yeah. because I've been listening to a thing that was all about being self centered, self centeredness and yeah. As in Christ-centered or self-centered. And yeah. It's just interesting what we've been talking about tonight. Because that's, yeah. that's being self-centered by yeah. doing that. By saying, totally. I've got enough, I'm fine. Yeah. It's not about yeah. that. And also, if you, if you don't continue on when stuff does happen, you're not strong enough to, yeah. to combat it. Because you know, it's, yeah. you've got that armor on you. Has anyone, has anyone here read the book? The Final Quest. Oh, you should all read that book. It's so good. It's this guy, Rick Joyner. Oh, yeah. He had, 
he had this vision it's of a, it's a long time it's an old book yeah it's an old yeah. book it's pretty yeah. short yeah it's vision of the end time battle yeah yeah and oh it's just so good it just reminds me of that right now exactly mm-hmm. that the vision the, of the end time battle yeah like that like we're good against evil yeah you know and oh and it's like, yeah, when jesus comes back and takes full yeah. authority and, and he was in there yeah. his vision is he was in there and he was Oh, so he had a vision about it, and he wrote a book about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was actually printed in the New York Times when he first when he first had it. Really good. But anyway, it was so one of those books when we were early Christians. Yeah. Rick Joyner. What was it? This present darkness. Oh yeah. And then he came to set the captives free. Remember that one? Crossing the switchblade. Crossing the switchblade. Yeah, by Smith was it? Smith. Barry no, Smith? David Wilkerson. Oh, David Wilkerson, that's right. I yeah. actually, um, when I was at school, and I went to a convent school, girls' school, and um, the neighbouring boys' school was Presentation College, which my brother went to, and I was <clears throat> good friends with one of his friends, and we decided that we would get the cross and the switchblade, and we went to our, we went to the, um, headmistresses and headmasters and stuff and asked if we could show this film to and it was a cine film cine, cine camera, it, like, it wasn't DVD it wasn't even video Like that's how long ago it was It was just, you know. real to real and they said yeah and they basically they're both high schools they both um, stopped so I had it in the morning and he had it in the afternoon we drew up posters for you know, we had, there's no photographs no printers in those days. No computers, nothing. So we, we drew up posters and stuff and they stopped the whole school, like my school, the nuns, right? Stopped the whole school and everyone had to go, every single student had to go into the hall and watch this cine thing plug on on film. And uh and they when they were doing it, a lot of people, a lot of, it's, I mean, if you watch the Cross and Switchblade now, I've got it at home. Yeah. If you watch it, like, you'd think, oh, it's really bad production and all this. It's got Erica Strader in it. That's right. Yeah. But it's a book. But there's a book, yeah. yeah. And they were, they were laughing at the start, and at the end of it, there wasn't a dry eye yeah. in yeah. the place. And then Simon had it, and he took it then, and then the Presentation College, all of it, they all watched it. But Nicky Cruz, I've seen him in. I've seen him give his testimony as well. He's the cutthroat yeah. gang leader. I actually saw him give his testimony, and he transformed on stage. It's quite. It, it was amazing, but it's, it is a very powerful yeah, book. That yeah. yeah. Can we get it on um, Amazon? Mm. I've got the book at home. If you want to read it, yeah. I've got the book. I've got the film too, but <laughs> on the yeah. <laughs> no, we have to use that. Camera. I think I I've got it on the video. <laughs> DVD. Said God loves you, yeah. God loves you, and this Nikki Cruz, who was the 
gang leader. Gang leader who loved the sight of blood, just ridiculed him, ridiculed him, ridiculed him, but all he said is God loves you. And, and, and that just kept resonating in him, and he just couldn't get that out of his mind. <laughs> You know, and it just, like you say, a seed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and totally. All he did was sow that seed. He had this heart for this, these young teenagers, and then set up Teen Challenge, which was yeah. that, that drug rehabilitation thing. But, mm. like you say, you, you don't need much mm. to... You got what you need. If yeah, you're, that's if you're saved, you got a story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. It. yeah. It's um, James three thirteen. That's the passage about where it goes on about um, uh, sorry three fifteen uh, about je- uh, earthly and demo- unspiritual demonic wisdom. Oh yeah, it is. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. So earthly, the world things, unspiritual things, demonic things are all the same. That's crazy. What was it? Um, three, 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 fifteen. fifteen. Yeah. So when we're reading that book or uh, watching that show or whatever, and you're like, "Oh, that's not quite right. That's not just like kind of okay or kind of not. It's demonic. Mm. Like, <laughs> that's crazy." Yeah. When you put it in that perspective, hey. Yeah. You know, and people say, like, I've got a mate who's a strong Christian, and he says he he likes watching horror movies. Yeah. And I go, how can you do that? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't affect me. I go, yes, it does. It's, what, it's going in there. You know? Yeah, but it doesn't, you know. It's like. It's direct yeah. demons. <laughs> Coming out of the screen. Okay. Stick to my Disney movies, thank you. Well, when, when you well, think about it, like, <laughs> if you've got. If you've got an unsanctified mind, if you've got an unregenerated mind, unsanctified mind, you reject God, then, and you make up a movie, or you write a song, or you present artwork, who is it going to be influenced by? Is it going to be influenced by God, the Holy Spirit, or is it going to be influenced by Satan, the God of this world? And that's the basic, that's, that's it, that's the bottom line. You know, so if a movie is being produced by a godless, unregenerate person, unsanctified, unsanctified, what are they going to produce? Garbage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same with music. And same with music. Yep. Even if it is a love song or it's a good, you know, it, it's the it's the spirit behind it that's the mm. problem. Mm. You know? And the spirit of the world is the spirit of the antichrist, mm. and that's just. Well, I'm, I've, look, I've, it's been challenging. That's a challenge. I mean, the music thing has been such a challenge for me for all my life. Mm. You know, like from 10 years old, I grew up playing music and spent mm. every, every bit of energy I wanted to do that. You know? mm. Mm. Well, it's the lyrics, isn't it? We've been doing um, devotions at school this, this term. Yeah, the staff devotions, we do devotions every morning. It's great to start your day at work yeah. <laughs> with yeah, devotions. Awesome. But we've been doing, um, um, you know, what is the worship song or praise song that really resonates with you? And, and it's all going back to um, 
Jehoshaphat and when he sent the worshippers out mm. to fight the battle and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. You know, and it was interesting because um, it's, it's the lyrics, but like I was saying to them, I, I said, I, I find it so hard to listen to secular music now. Not necessarily because I don't like the music, but mm. it's the lyrics so, yeah. I can't listen to. Yeah. The lyrics, mm. you know. But it was interesting because one person put on this song because he said, oh, I don't like Hillsong, I don't like this, I like that. I said, okay, fair enough. Well, obviously, singing isn't the only way to worship God. I know that, but like... But he put on this song that he really liked, and it was Hallelujah, that, that you know, that song. That, yeah. But he said, the guy singing it, he said, I don't think it's a Christian, but I like this version. It resonates. Well, a lot of non-Christians sing that song, mm. don't they? Hallelujah. Mm. Like from Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What song? Hallelujah. Ah, yes, 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 yes. It's a song. Yeah, and this guy was, he put it on, and then he put this nice video behind it and stuff. But, you know, it, it, I actually... Cringed? Cringed. Mm. I, it just go, I'd like, sort of goes to show that even someone leading worship if they're not leading from their heart mm. you know mm. they're yeah. not leading yeah. if they're leading from a self-centered type yeah. thing <laughs> you, you you know i mean i well i i can always tell the sense it's a spirit uh, it's yeah a spirit, and, spirit and i was just there and people were watching this is doing nothing for me mm. <laughs> because it wasn't it was from a gut someone that didn't even yeah. listen it's to almost it. like you know, it's uh, what's it like? Like Satan knows the word of God, mm. like you know, and Satan yeah. quoted has quoted the word of God to, G- yeah. to Jesus. Like he said, you know, Wrongly, this is what the word says. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if you do this, this yeah. is what will happen. And God and Jesus said, no, this is what yeah. you know. So he twi- you're twisting, and that's what that's what that is. That's yeah. like a twisting yeah. of yeah. Hallelujah, which is praise the praise yeah. God. Yeah, know? it really, so. and I just thought. Yeah. It's like people. Do you guys know any people who know the Bible or read the Bible who aren't Christians? No. I know. I know one guy. He he he's read the whole Bible and he could tell you all about the Bible, but he doesn't believe. Mm. You know, and it's like it's just like that. Like the Bible is just words mm. until you believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Until you say, God, yeah. I'm going to believe that. I trust yeah. you. I'm going to ask. You make that real to me, you know? Mm. And like, it just goes. It's still true. <laughs> it still can happen. That's what tell you to our spirit, isn't it? Put yeah. your faith in it, <laughs> you know? It's, mm. Yeah, it just goes nowhere. So I feel about music all the time. Like, music was made for worship, yeah. mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, Lucifer was the chief mm. of worship. He was That's the worship leader. That's why like it, isn't it? That's why he's got such a power control over music yeah because he was the chief of music he was the, the head dude you yeah. know but in the middle yeah. Yeah. that's why i think not going on about tracks but i think tracks is a ploy of satan in churches because mm. it stops people actually like backing tracks mm. like, yeah yeah i i i just really think that is a ploy of his because all these big churches use it 
and so you've got someone singing but not worshiping, worshiping or leading people in worship or being led yeah. by the spirit yeah. yeah they're being led by a click in their ear telling them when to when to sing the chorus when yeah. to sing the pre-chorus when to sing the thing and i just i just think it's Oh, you the cannot leave. You thing. can, yeah. yeah. The, you cannot. Just leave. entertainment, you isn't it? Yeah. Worship. That's, that's yeah. just my point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's a good it, point of view. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Well, the back the, these tracks, the instrument, the the, the instruments, and there's um, like a ticking, a t- click. click in your ear because you have the in ears, and, and it tells you when to sing the pre-chorus. When to, they even have vocal tracks. So there's vocal tracks. Like bass tracks, chorus, yeah. chorus one, Co- yeah, um, oh, verse one, keyboard tracks, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. all these, yeah. all these different. No, I was in, the, I was in the youth um, worship team years ago, and when that came out, like we used to have an incredible band, and then for youth, we just had two people on the stage singing because everything else was mm. just like from this backing track. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible. But they've been told <laughs> when to when. To, they were wow. just singing. They, you know, they were yeah. just starting off the song. Yeah. It's, it, it was like almost me, robotic. Um, I've been talking about worship for the last couple of weeks, anyways, to people, and I, I always say, like, I remember the best worship times I've ever had in my life was one person with an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. or two people with a guitar with guitars, yeah. like, and everyone else just singing. Yeah. yeah. Really, or like yeah. no music whatsoever. People yeah. just singing. Like yeah. then yeah. the Holy Spirit showed up. Like yeah. people seeing angels. Mm. People yeah. getting healed. Like yeah. all this stuff. You know. Like yeah. it's yeah. funny that you say that you can't like you can tell can if tell. someone like isn't doesn't have their heart in the right mm. place when they're singing. Because uh, like my favorite song at the moment, it's in Spanish, <laughs> mm. but like and I know like off by heart now. It's called Yahweh. And, but it's such an incredible song and it's in Spanish I have no idea what they're saying <laughs> but it's it's so it's beautiful and it's so like there's like the chorus that just repeats and it goes like Yahweh Adonai um, Jairai and all, and all this stuff and I know what like those words mean but like I know I pretty much know it in Spanish Spanish now but I just don't know it what they're saying but it just, just it's Google. such an incredible but like even if you sing in English doesn't like it doesn't add up like with the it just goes to your spirit straight to your yeah spirit. it just yeah. it does something else I'm like I don't have to know what it is in English because yeah. it just oh it's mm. such a beautiful song mm. should listen to it though it's, it's so nice this is the setup here you've sort of got like us on or this people on stage it just and then everyone's in sort of there's a big gap and I've always thought to sort of combine it a bit so it doesn't seem like more of a stage performance sort of thing mm. as a worship time. What do you mean? There's a big gap. Yeah, this gap here. <laughs> this, oh. this gives room for Lexi and Poppy <laughs> to do something. <laughs> 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 and anyone you know else I mean, that wants to. Mm. Yeah. It's sort of like on stage and it's and then people clap and it's it's more performance. Mm. I think when people are clapping, they're not clapping at they're not yeah. clapping at the band. No. They're clapping at they're enjoying the Holy Spirit. It. Holy Spirit. They're, they're clapping because they yeah. are resonating <laughs> with the worship, not not because it's a good it's yeah. yeah. But know? the 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 setup seems to it does you know sort of a stage and mm. but yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, like people 
who's ever up front worshiping or preaching or sharing or whatever, like, we're just there worshiping God or talking to God or to sharing what God is saying, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if the totality of our Christianity is coming on Sunday and that's our worship or that's the only word we get, then you have not entered into Christianity yet. Mm-hmm. You've entered into a religion that you yeah. think you have to come to a yeah. place where God lives. Like, yeah. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, God does not, this is not God's house. Mm. No, this is God's, God's yeah, house. God's mm. house. Everywhere we go, God goes with us. You know, we can worship yeah. and praise God every second of the day yeah. where we are. Like, this know? building is just a blessing. That's yeah. all. Like, it is. That's why, us, we, that's why we bow so our heads good. and pray. <laughs> <It's easier. laughs> yeah. Have you ever, like, have yeah, you been able so to true. watch Ben, um, like worship? Do you know Ben Fitzgerald? Yeah. Yeah. Have ben. you Have you watched him like? Um, ben Fitzgerald. Ben Fitzgerald. Isn't it? Yeah, ben. Yeah. Ben. yeah. Ben. He leads yeah. worship. Have I seen him worship? Well, I haven't been to uh, here on a Sunday <laughs> in so long. Day. <laughs> Sorry, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That. So she has seen people ben. work yeah. on Sundays, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> casual worker perks. It's really not. No condemnation. So yes, oh, so you know, you know Ben. Yeah. I love watching him worship because, like, he's in his own little world. He doesn't it's like No is. one else exists. Yeah. And he's just in his own bubble, and it's just so phenomenal to watch, mm-hmm. because like, he you see some you see other like people that like you know may perform, and like they're just kind of standing there, and they you know it's it just looks a little bit tense. He's he's just in an old like whole other dimension dimension, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so like humbling and just peaceful to watch. Because I'm like I want to do that. And, like, even, like, last Tuesday, because um, he was, like, in overseas and everything, that was the first time I've been able to hear him again. Like, it just, it just, it makes you want to do that as well and just, like, you know, get out of your head and it doesn't matter, like, what people think of you, you know. If you're getting up in, the, in front and you're dancing, it doesn't matter as long as, you know, you're... As long as you, you're doing it for the right reasons and you're, you're worshipping yourself, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. No, I get that. I do. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And um, it's, it's great. But what the, I just made a comment about the, the gap. Space. You know, uh, mm. the gap Space. and people being that far away. Um, anyway, it was just a. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, I'm part of the team and I get, I get that and I do that myself, you know. But um, be lovely to, to have that connection. I was going to say, those the videos that have come out recently in the last couple of years and the, the bands on there, and they're all surrounded. Mm. That's a really they do good that. Yeah. They used to do that in Soul Survivor. Mm. They had a circle stage, still a stage, but in the, in the, in the middle and everyone's around. Yeah, that's really lovely. Oh, they used to do like youth events in, in England with oh. Mike Pilavachi and Jay yeah. John. And Tim Hughes was one of the worship leaders on that, Matt Redman. And, and they, that's how my sister came to know the Lord. Is they had a, like you're saying, a circle. Yeah. And then they had a, a room, mm, cool. you know, around it. But it was in a big marquee.
key and so they could set it up like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different, you know, you can't um, do it like that. But it was difficult for Mike Pilavacci when he's preaching because then he's like, he's had to keep walking around. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Back towards everyone up, half the when time. When you're preaching yeah. up here and you've got people around, you can, you can mm. scan. Yeah. Scan instead of yeah. Always, well. <laughs> <laughs> always, almost to your back. Yeah. Like a rotating stage. But all right, let's. Uh, I think that's. We'll call it a night mm. for that. Mm. That was pretty good. Got through okay. one chapter. I'm prepared for five, but <laughs> it's good. Um, yeah. Who wants to pray and just close us off and thank Jesus? You want to pray, Sharon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You want to pray? Tell Jesus we love him. I don't know how to. Just tell, I don't him, know just how tell, to. Just I just tell just, him we love him. I just word on the just chat. It's just talking to God. <laughs> you can do it. Good way to start. Thank you, Lord. Okay, thank you, Lord. I've gone blank. Um, Thank you for this opportunity to just speak. And thanks for tonight and the input everybody's had and what we've learned from tonight and coming together and, yeah, being together and learning and learning about the first, the first part, James. Amen. Oh, awesome. Good job. Cool. One thing I wanted to just say again, or not again, uh, we're going to start doing this group every other week. So we're going to do it next week again so that we can have the alternate week for the, the young adults. Mm-hmm. what Allie does so if you want to go there as well or it just saves time and mm-hmm. and it's been a little bit much for me to mm-hmm. to do preaching and this every single week so, so. will Young Adults be on next Monday